the host, and uh, I am also the co-founder of Magazine Jukebox. You can see in the background here if you're watching, and uh, we are excited. And I say we, as in me and my team, uh, we're excited to get this thing rolling. Uh, many of you don't know this, but uh, we went fully remote, and uh, we had to, unfortunately, we had some uh, office issues with water leaks and HVAC issues, so it was just time, and and uh, now my team is like super excited because they've always pushed me to go re remote work. And so we're going to give it a shot. So uh, we'll see how long this lasts. But for now, we got to keep the show going, right? The show goes on, as they say. Uh, but I am excited. So a lot of things are going to stay the same. Some things are going to change. Uh, one of the things that's going to change is that you're going to see shows with me and only and then you're going to see shows where we have people in but it's not going to be meeting in person for a little while uh maybe we'll do some live shows uh or something like that that'd be cool um but right now that's not going to happen we're going to continue with linkedin moment and uh and then yeah we're going to throw in some other fun stuff so uh what i like to do what i like to do right now is i like to get things rolling on linkedin moment so thank you for joining us on the show and let's dive in so linkedin moment is when we share positive posts on LinkedIn or about post on LinkedIn. How about that? And uh, and what I always tell everybody is that if you don't want to be mentioned, then do me a favor, disconnect from me or just don't post anything positive because I'm only going to share positive stuff. Okay, so we're going to get started over at Norfolk Airport Authority, ORF. I think I mentioned them before and that's probably because I'm trying to get Magazine Jukebox in there. It kind of makes sense, right? Digital entertainment for commercial spaces, while people are waiting, what do you do at an airport? You wait. Okay, so uh, it says uh, air service update. Delta Airlines, I like Delta, uh, resumes daily nonstop flights to Minneapolis. What up, Minneapolis? Uh, to St. Paul. And starting June 7th of 2024. It's cool. It's cool that they have to announce it this far out, though. It's like, why don't you just make it happen? Probably a lot of, uh, a lot of things involved to make that happen. Okay. Uh, next one is my buddy David Birch over in Durant Zone, incredible guy, former um, professional rugby player. He is the co-founder and CEO of Endurance Zone, a digital uh, like marketplace platform. It's really cool. Anyways, um, he he put out there, he's doing this really cool podcast and he's putting out this video. He's traveling, I think, a lot right now. And uh, But it says, best laid plans to drive to the top of Pikes Peak. Enjoy the view, uh, talking about mental fatigue and how physical activity can give you a healthier mind. Can't agree more. Uh, those who know me or don't know me, um, I've dropped about 70 pounds in the last year. Uh, it's pretty exciting, but I've definitely tippered off from the gym. i got to get back involved. So uh, thanks for the motivation there, David, and great post. Okay, so back to back to what's important here, which is the show. So, hey, again, welcome to the show, uh, BizTainment Weekly. If you want to be on the show, make sure you go to our website, www.biztainmentweekly.com, and sign up right there. There's a Calendly on there. You can jump right on and get going. Um, but this show, what we're going to end up doing now is we're going to end up at – my marketing team is going to put together questions. Some of them are trending questions. Some of them are just business questions, and some of them are personal questions. I don't really know what they are. We're trying to all do this in a one take, so I don't. Have, there's no editing involved in, like, putting you know clips of me. But uh, you never know. I, I I really like marketing and how they edit stuff. So you never know how that's going to turn out. But anyways, let's let's dive right in. Uh, let's get to going. This is, falls under the personal category, and it says, "What is it like to own a business?" Um, 
stressful. Yeah, we'll we'll just say it's uh it's stressful. How about that? I'm um, just kidding. So owning a business is stressful, um, but it does afford you a lot of opportunity. And um, but you have to have the right mindset to own a business. You really do, because owning a business is not easy. Uh, there's a lot of little things, a lot of stress involved. Like I keep saying, like that may be an ongoing theme here with business ownership. Um, but you have to, you also have to be someone who can figure things out. Uh, I remember years ago, I worked for a company called uh, Farm Bureau Insurance, and I was complaining about their computer system and how dated it is. And it was funny because um, when we were talking about it, uh, we were talking about, or I was complaining about, I was like, man, what is this from? Like World War II era? You know, did they even have computers then? Well, anyways, the vice president or the president, I think, um, he comes in, he hears about me griping about it. And I'm a new agent. I don't even have permission to gripe. And he comes in and he, he does this power move and he sits right in front of me, like sits on my desk in front of me. And he crosses his arms and he says, you know, hey, look, um, I've been hearing some people complaining about our computer system. Uh, if it's not for you, it's not for you. So you could just go ahead and resign. And, uh, you know, I said, uh, I was like, okay, I got, I see what you're throwing down here, Mr. I'm going to throw in a power move here. So that's what he did. Anyways, um, so, yeah, I mean, it's like you've got to be resourceful. You've got to figure things out. Um, and sometimes you have antiquated systems that you just have to work with and um, and you and you get through it. You, you build, uh, you know, owning a business um, also has a lot of rewards or rewards um, and meaning like you can gain autonomy. Uh, how about I say that right? Uh, you can gain some autonomy with your schedule. And uh, meaning like you can gain time during the day with your family or friends, um, but that's not to be excused from the work that you have to put in. Meaning like you may take a couple hours out to go have lunch with friends and family. Sure, you can do that, but you better have a plan to put those two, three hours back into play. Uh, owning a business, you're, you know, it's the, this saying is owning a business is the only, uh, only entity out there that it's not even an entity, but it's the only thing out there that you work 80 hours just so you don't have to work 40 hours. It's kind of funny, but it's such a true statement. Okay, uh, next question. How do you maintain work-life balance? Well, being an entrepreneur or a business owner, it's really a, it's really all about it being a um, uh, part of your life. It's a, it's a uh, you know, it's not just a job per se, but it is your lifestyle. Um, and so you buy into it by, putting time in. So, you know, a lot of times my wife and I, we will be done with the day. Kids are in bed. It's like nine o'clock at night. And there we are busting open our laptops, getting some work done, getting emails done, getting things sent out for a couple hours. So that way uh, we could do it uninterrupted with, uh, without the children. Cause we have three kids. So I got a seven, five and a two year old. So pretty crazy. Um, so you, you just got to find the balance and have a good support system. Super important. Um, but you do you, right? Like what works for you may not work for others. So you got to figure out what it works for. Um, you may, you just got to figure out what works best for you. Okay. Next question is what are my business goals? You know, my business goal has always been kind of the same, which is, um, you know, I want to see people succeed. I want them to be comfortable in their jobs and their careers. Um, I want them to feel safe. Um, I want them to have fun. Uh, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy it. I want to feel safe. All those things that I want, I want for them. Uh, and I want to do it in abundance. And so, um, you know, 
so my goal is to create good jobs and create good goal, you know, pathways for my employees to, to not only do well and thrive with us, but uh, maybe when, you know, a company comes to a sell or an acquisition that they can thrive outside of that. So, uh, yeah, so my, my goal is for everybody to be successful. Uh, what was it like to start Magazine Jukebox? Okay, so first of all, if you don't know about Magazine Jukebox, go over to magazinejukebox.com, um, check it out. If you own a business and you have a waiting area or you have guests that, you know, come in and, and have lounge or, you know, leisure time, or maybe they have um, forced waiting time, like doctor's office, dental office, or leisure would be, you know, uh, a resort or maybe, maybe a car dealership could be leisure if you're buying a car, who knows. Um, but, you know, it, it's designed to give entertainment, um, entertainment that you normally wouldn't have access to um, right there on your phone or your iPad. Um and it's catching people in that waiting space. Instead of having physical outmoded magazines that are always outdated, crunched up, germified, I'm not even sure that's a word, but uh, germs on it. Uh, now you can have the privacy and comfort of your own phone scan and enjoy a digital magazine cover to cover. And these magazines are typically behind firewalls or paywalls. And so you can't just normally access them. Um, but consumers, your guests do. So we geofence the location to where um, that business gets that QR code. They pick their magazines and games and trivia, and that is exclusive to them. Um, if someone took that QR code and took it home, it would not work. So uh, it's pretty cool. And it's not an app. That's the big thing. You don't have to download an app in order to use it. So a lot of consumers really enjoy it. In fact, we just hit a milestone. Uh, for over 40,000 users have used the platform to date, which is super exciting. Okay. Uh, next question. There's more business, business industry uh, specific. Um, but what are some current struggles for startups? Great question. <sighs> struggles for startups right now and into the foreseeable future is going to be capital. Uh, it always has been, um, but right now it's going to be that much more difficult. Um, VCs are looking for exits. Um, they're looking for companies that are close to exits, not taking on a big risk on the startup side. Um, you know, uh, you know, getting capital is much more expensive. Um, and so that's really, uh, really tough. And so, uh, angel investors and VCs are less likely to invest. So you gotta be careful. Um, you know, if you could bootstrap a lot of it, um, is important. Um, check out this book in my, my corner. If you haven't read this over by Patrick Beck, David, it says your next five moves. Great book, um, for you startups, uh, definitely check that out. I think I've given away a couple of those. I'm just waiting for Mr. David to reach out to me anytime now waiting on you. Okay. Uh, next question as a startup founder, uh, how can you combat some of those struggles? Um, transparency, communication, advisors, um, board members, speaking of board members, huge, exciting announcement coming from magazine jukebox on a new board member. And, um, but yeah, so, uh, the big one there is transparency. Just be open um, communicate. Um, you're not the only person who's been through this. You're not the only person going through it. Uh, there are other people that are going through it and maybe you can learn from them. There's this, uh, old wise saying of, uh, a smart man learns from his own mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Uh, so I encourage you to be wise. Um, okay. The next question is what's the difference between a founder and a business owner? Man, I love this question. I could probably spend 30 minutes on this, but I'm going to be really quick. 
business ownership and entrepreneurship are two different things. Now, there's a lot of synergy between the two. There's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of it, you know, aligns with one another. But the biggest difference between being an entrepreneur, and they said founder, but being an entrepreneur um, and a business owner is the the tolerance of, of financial risk. So Lauren and I, my wife and I, we make this argument all the time, or not argument, but the statement all the time. If we have $100 in, in our bank, I would take $100 and go gamble it to make 1000 Lauren would save the $100 to make sure that we have uh, bread on the table. That's the difference, I think, between a business owner and an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur is willing to risk it all, while a business owner is trying not to risk it all and they're being very conservative and calculated in their risk. I'm not saying entrepreneurs aren't calculated in the risk, but they're willing to take a more substantial risk uh, than just, let's say, buying a franchise per se. So there is a difference, um, but they do align in many ways. You're both taking on financial risk, without a doubt. Um, you're both taking on staff, potentially, no, no doubt there. Um, and you're both ultimately you know, growing a business. But uh, also entrepreneurs typically look for exits while business owners look for sunsets. And what I mean by that is, um, a entrepreneur is going to be looking to exit probably sooner, five, seven years, maybe 10 years, while a business owner may buy into something and make that a lifelong journey. So they're looking for, you know, 20 years, 30 years, and then sell it or retire. So a little bit of a difference there. Okay. Um, next question or last question is why is the waiting or why is waiting a billion dollar problem? Um, referencing a Starbucks article recently in the last couple of weeks. So the waiting why is this a billion dollar problem is I think a lot has to do with, we have to go back in time, you know, back in time before COVID, especially it was all about the customers first, the customers, right. The customer, you know, we love the customer, you know, uh, pertain everything to the customer. And I think we lost that. I think where we lost that is that uh, COVID started putting this power swing into employees hands, which I'm not saying a lot of this is wrong, I'm just saying that, you know, employees need to also understand that if you lose the customer, the customer doesn't come first to both the owner, the entrepreneur, and the employees. If the customer doesn't come first, the customer walks. If the customer walks, the, the company doesn't make money. The company doesn't make money. It can't pay its employees. That's how it works. So when I look at from previous to COVID or pre-COVID, post-COVID, I think that we've lost our way there. I think it's coming back, and I hope it's coming back. I know with Magazine Jukebox especially that it's it's definitely coming. Like, it's always been there. Like, we've never lost our side of that. Um, but I think that it's important that we put a lot of emphasis on the customer, making sure that they're happy. You know, one of the things that Amazon always did right, especially from the get-go, was their return policy basically no questions asked like you want to return it fine now if you're a you know habitual return person then yeah then some flags will pop up as as they should you know like you, you, they're not there to give you a rental they're wanting you to buy products so they're gonna you know be careful on that but um but if you need to return a product legitimately because of whatever the reason is maybe you don't like it maybe it's not what you wanted or whatever it is fine return it that's what you would do at a store and that's how it got everybody to start converting over to buying online. Now, like at Amazon now, it's insane. You know, a funny story about Jeff Bezos. I, I read this article and he said, they, the question was, 
what was the hardest thing that you had to do when you're starting Amazon? And he said, I had to go explain people what the internet was. Just think about that for a second. Like totally blow, blow your mind when you think about that. Like he had to explain the internet. I feel like Amazon is just coming around. Well, anyways. All right. Well, look, um, show's been really cool. I want to share something really cool. So I'm wearing my Los Angeles Dodgers hat. Um, I, if you don't know, I'm from the Hollywood you know, area right there where the Dodger Stadium is. And uh, one of the things that I do for fun is I collect cards. Um, I don't talk about this a whole lot, but I'm going to start talking about it more because I think it's a fun hobby. Uh, it's something definitely cool. There's card ripping and finding cards, old cards, new cards. And my son's getting into it, so that makes it that much more fun. Uh, but look, check this out. So I have a couple of cards here. If you can see on the screen, I'm going to put them up here uh, that I found. So I have the Record Breaker 1990 Tops. Uh, and in, in light of the Rangers playing in the World Series right now, it's Nolan Ryan. So that was super cool to see that. I got another one on the flip side, um, which is uh, no hitter. And then in light of my Dodgers, I found this card, which is Daryl Strawberry. If you don't know who he is, he's pretty incredible and um, definitely had his bouts with uh, drug addiction, but it uh, seems that he made it through that. But what an incredible player. One of the stats that I read on him was like he had a 530-something batting but anyways, uh, this is his Dodger uh, Stadium card, which is his rookie card. Unfortunately, the market flooded with those type cards. So it's not worth it's like worth like a dollar fifty. Okay, anyways, that was just something fun. I thought I would share. Um, you know, it's like a hustle of a hustle of a hustle. You know. Uh, anyways, hey guys, look, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. Definitely a one take, and uh, I think we did pretty good. So. Stay tuned for more. If you want to be on the show, don't forget, visit Visitainment Weekly. Make sure you like and follow and share us. Um, share us with the world. Don't keep us in. And, of course, um, go check out Magazine Jukebox. To all you business owners, uh, you have your clients waiting in any capacity. Offer them something cool, right? Just, just merely offering them something says a lot about you and your company. And it's really cheap. All right. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. Go Diamondbacks. 